time on Geek Vortex. Cat talked about Lord of the Rings and made herself excited. She spoke for 47 minutes and then let Marlon have 20 minutes to talk. And that's what happened last time on Geek Force X. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm here with my G-Squad, aiming the powerhouse in the building who does everything for us, and Marlon. Hey, and Marlon. It's Marlon. <laughs> no introduction. It's Marlon time, y'all. Right, what? right, right. Oh, okay. So he had his own thing. See, I knew that would work out perfectly. Um, how is how is everyone? Welcome back. We made it to our second episode. Snap to that. Number two. It, it, it feels um, like it's been weeks since our last one, but it's only been a week. I don't know. I know, right? When you're working in the podcast world, you always have to kind of plan in advance. And so taking time to record and then putting it out whenever between that period between recording and then recording the next one, it always feels like two or three weeks. But then so much stuff happens and that always feels like, okay, now we're up to a month. Now it feels like it's been a month since we last talk about things. Well, you'll um, be feeling super crazy about it when you're like, I'm on episode 66. Ooh, <laughs> episode talking 66. about syndication okay. right there. You'll I love get, it. You'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> get there one day, young Padawan, one day. I want to just start off with shout outs um, at my job when we do shout out. I say shout out and then you guys go shout out. It's a teacher thing. So I have a shout out. Shout, shout out. out. <laughs> so I have a shout out for... You know, the whole crew, especially the people behind the scenes. I want to shout out to my dude, Alderin, who's like a brother to me. He designed our logo and it's a beautiful logo. He kind of had he combined everything I like in the nerdy world, like X-Men and just like game, like, like board games and stuff. And the colors remind me of Final Fantasy. So shout out to him. Um, I think I, may, I just made a post on him on Instagram. So if you're interested in his work. Go there and check him out. And then uh, my other shout out is to Brown Jewel, who was our music producer, who, I mean, if you guys heard the music and the song when it comes on and goes off, that's all her. So again, check on Instagram. She's there. Uh, Check out all her music and everything. And she's such a fan of the show already. I'm so happy of just making our little family grow, you know. So shout out to them and thank you for their hard work and making this possible and then i like of course to turn it to you guys for making it possible too so shout out to you guys shout out (laughs) (laughs) um yeah shout shout out to you marlon did you drop the name of the, the our instagram or did you just our instagram is geek force podcast at geek force podcast right <laughs> I mean, I can't remember. I just know one was Geek Force Podcast and one was Geek Force Squad. So, oh right, no, that's the Twitter. See, the tw- so don't worry, we'll put it in the description and we'll let you guys know on Facebook. I'll just share, and if you see it, you see it because that was a bitch promoting that too. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> on the <laughs> Geek Force Squad news. <laughs> I swear. Do, are we going to have a swear jar like in Luke Cage now? <laughs> um, That's a swear jar. Invisible quarter. Okay. So, <laughs> in, G- in Geek Force, in G- Geek Squad Force news, because we're going to have news. That's this, this is what it's called now. Um, I want to Geek Force news. I'm your host, Kat. Tonight on Geek Force 
or yeah, Geek Force Squad news. We're going to talk about the movie Joker. Now, I have not seen this movie because I told everyone I was not going to see it in theaters. I saw a trailer. I thought it was beautifully shot. But my inner film review person inside me, it's like, we got to wait for that on Netflix. And so I'm kind of glad I'm kind of glad I did. Because first of all, I did not appreciate all the hype up energy surrounding this movie. Um, personally, I found it kind of crazy that it kind of got crazy when they started having police presence at movie theaters. Um, that happened. Two, certain AMCs throughout the country had a weird little uh, note. And I saw this on Twitter. A weird little note saying, you cannot see this by yourself. You have to see it with two or like a person or more people. And so this guy went to the movies by himself and he got banned for it from the AMC forever. And well, let me let me backtrack. So he did do a little extra. He took a picture of the photo, kind of threw the photo away or the picture of the, the little memo away and then posted on Twitter, went to the movie by himself or whatever. And then he got banned. So I was like, this movie is crazy. I haven't even seen it and it's causing all this drama. Is that the same same guy who went to the theater, like kind of looked at the crowd in a weird way and then people got freaked out and then he got bounced? Uh, I don't don't know who's the same person, but I have heard of that story too. So you heard some crazy stuff too. What have you guys, has there any other crazy stories you guys heard about surrounding the movie? Just that it was like they were being weird about like, you know, the police. You, you need to be like in certain theaters, like in LA, I think. Um, right. And you know they were being weird about um, if you you know were alone or who you were with, or if you were with people, or if you looked a certain way, like if you were like a creepy white man or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's, what, I mean, that's what it sounds like. I mean, I think they, I think they really are scared that these like like sad, lonely white men are gonna like. Um, create the, like, make the Joker into like their 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 mascot of like we're in, we're unloved and we're we're privileged white men who aren't loved enough. <gasps> Did you know so- someone on Twitter said this is our Black Panther movie? I lost it when I saw that. I was like, I have What's nothing that? to say. Well, you know, Black movie. Panther represents okay. everything for us, and so somebody was like joker that is the black panther of our time i never felt a more relatable movie you know <laughs> since taxi yeah. driver i mean if you're like i a was like off. i feel like a more accurate movie for them would probably be super bad honestly yeah seriously I, super bad I that. that i agree I on that. that's a great movie but i guess because of you know with the the world and and now now the podcast is going to get kind of political with the world you know changing and me more with diverse, you know, it's a diverse world. Everyone's everything. We're, we're getting the rights. We're getting the things we using need. The, B word. the majority, the majority is becoming the minority. And so Ooh. in this time, it's very hard for certain males to live and thrive. And what better way for Joker to come out and show them their pain that they've been holding on for so long. And now... You know, it's the greatest movie ever to them. You know, that I don't know. And I mean, I guess that's why there was police. The fact that you have to have cops 
at the theaters. The fact that you have to put memos out. You can't watch this by yourself. You cannot wear costumes. You cannot wear face paint. You know, you can't carry things that look suspicious. Like, it's like that. And these people, you know, on the dark web are like, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, but from what I've heard from my other film review sliced friends. Sliced Wonder Bread. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> this movie has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, first of all. I mean, that's average. So that's not bad, bad. But people were hyping up to be like, this is going to be the movie of the year. Two, um, a lot of my friends who have, they're pretty much the same with me as far as what we look for in a movie. They said it was beautifully shot. The cinematography was amazing. But the story is just meow just downhill um like Joaquin I said Joaquin Phoenix did a, a wonderful job but the story and just like how it moved really slow and then picked up on, on some crazy scenes and then crazy scenes happened and it was just like they were confused of like should I have sympathy for this man because he did go bad you know and so I was like mm, mm. yeah this is why I'm gonna wait to see it because uh it just sounds crazy and, and and it's just so funny that we've had a lot of really great movies that came out throughout the year and this was like one of the first movies where it's like you know should you see joker should you not see joker you know um is it a really great movie is it not a really great movie is it gonna make people kill people is it gonna like make people think is it like it's it's like it's it's crazy and then on top of all of that the director Todd Phillips is in his feelings, you know, about I hate cancel culture and da 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 da. And I'm just like, that goes back to um, that connects well to what happened. If you guys know about what happened to the SNL uh, situation of when they had hire a new comedian, but the new comedian had uh, his history of jokes were super racist and everything, and so. They had to fire him and he was in his feelings about it. And then like Rob Schneider got involved about this is why we can't be funny. These It was just all that. So in all that mess, you know, Joker got into it. And yeah, there are people that are in their feelings about, you know, what's what what's funny. What's funny anymore or what's entertaining anymore? Why can't like that? Like Joker, why can't people sympathize with it? Why can they relate to it? They were like, why? Why can't I be like, I see Joker as myself? What's wrong with that, you know? And they they really don't know, even though people are yelling on Twitter about why. So I just found it funny that that was the first movie this year. I'm just like, this is a mess. I don't know how well it's doing, but it's got me talking. Let's it's got other it. people talking. I'll go, I'll go uh, see. You're going to go see the movie? No, I'm going to go see how much it made. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't. I know it made a lot, but I don't know how much. Maybe like sixty-five million. Maybe near a hundred. I know it's near a hundred. It's like sixty-five, maybe seventy. I mean, the movie looked interesting. I just, it just, I just looked at it and said, you know what? It's not for me. Um, I think I might have hundred forty-three million globally. Five hundred. Say it again. Twenty-three. Five hundred forty-three million globally so far. That's a lot of money. What about domestic growth? What about domestic growth? But I forgot about the main reason why I want to talk about it because I love memes. Memes are my thing. The main reason why I want to talk about it is that um, what made the what's making this movie looking really interesting is all the memes from the movie. People took snapshots and recorded some scenes in the movie to use as memes on Twitter. And 
my favorite my favorite meme I've seen on Twitter was the one where Joker's in the middle of some kind of crazy festival and he's wearing a clown mask, but then he lifts the clown mask and he's wearing his clown makeup and he's just laughing all crazy. It's the funniest thing ever because, you know, people are making it to be a relatable meme. So it's like, you know, oh my gosh. It's, I highly recommend you just like look up Joker memes on Twitter because that was the, I was like, that's in the movie? I, I kind of want to see the movie because that scene that makes no sense. Um, the other meme is when he's staring at himself in the mirror and people keep changing his clothes and about saying how, you know, how we're clowns in real life because sometimes we can't let go of the toxic stuff. So that's really that that meme is relatable, but it's the meme, not the movie, if that makes sense. Anyway, um, any thoughts on Joker before we <laughs> my, my question <laughs> move on? Because I'm just like. So is this movie like is this the actual Joker character? Because I, I I heard other things that saying it was just like the idea of Joker, not actually Joker. Really, I don't know. I wasn't clear on if this Joker movie because I I think it was um an interview or a uh, an article I saw and they quoted the director and he was like explaining like how he like wanted to do the film and he was explaining it in a way where it seemed like let's do the Joker, but it's like not the joker like someone wanting to be joker who isn't you know wow like, almost like cosplay in a sense but wow I, I mean i might be wrong maybe i misread that article if i'm wrong then <laughs> i'm sorry but that's what i took around. i was like so joker's cosplay <laughs> a joker because well, I mean, he thinks he's joker i feel like we all have to be real that the joker we're gonna have now is jared leto so we gotta get used to thug joker you know with his grill no, and his tattoos i didn't see that I movie like they're, all I in. they're all in on gangster juggalo joker for the whole duration oh first of all he wants to be black mass and that's not gonna happen second of all heath ledger and jack nicholson of our time at least of our time i know i've been talking about the tv show just those two they they held it down per- perfectly for me i don't need no jared leto whatever and i don't need a cosplay joker that's as bad as jennifer lawrence cosplaying mystique in a X-Men movie. I'm sorry. That that was bad. So, and somehow we brought it back to Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's back to Dark Phoenix. If you guys know me, I always read everything back to Dark Phoenix. It was so bad. It was a bad movie. I mean, it wasn't great. It was the worst movie I've seen this year. It's the it was, worst movie. And I feel there like... were movies that were bad, but that movie, I was laughing the whole time. I was with my brother and we were laughing it wasn't great. the whole time. I think there's, there's, I mean, there's, of course, lazy writing, but then I also love watching lazy acting. And there's a lot of lazy acting. And like, I just, I'm here to finish this out and get my paycheck. I don't want to continue this. I just, I want to be lazy mad. everything. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, yo, lazy. my character, I know my, I know my character is a big part of this whole X Men universe, but yo, I'm dead in the first five minutes. Make this happen right now. That was hilarious. <laughs> but it was hilarious. For me, make she it was happen. like, I'm the mom, I'm the mom of the group. First of all, you're not supposed to be in the X-Men. You're not supposed to be in this group. And then the the, the reaction from like all of a sudden Beast is like, we're going to go beat up Gene now. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh. The parts with Cyclops, he went zero to 100 extremely quick where he would see someone be by Gene 
and and someone would touch her, he'd be like, "Don't you fucking touch her!" I was like, "What?" I was like, I looked at my my brother. What rating is this movie? Is this PG thirteen? Why is it cussy? They wasted it. They're one R F one. They wasted it. One. They get one. And they wasted it. On that. I swear he said it again. Draw that one. That was it. But to me, but to go back to Eming's comment about Raven being the mother of the X Men. Remember, this is a Disney film, and the mom always dies. So, but boom, we've seen it coming. Film. It was not a Disney film. Disney no, owned Marvel. Disney no, owned the last, and the X Men. This too. was the last Fox movie. It was the last Fox movie. Well, not I, Disney. Well, now they're getting. Now That's they're not, just, it was so bad. They're just falling in line of like, yo, we're gonna be owned by Disney anyway. You should follow the whole like, you know, archetype. No, Mom's gotta go. They're burning. They're burning bridges. They <laughs> knew this was gonna be bad, so let's let it burn like Usher. And then Oof. when Disney buy us, it's like we rise from the ashes, like the true phoenix that we needed to see. Got a little burn. Like, uh, okay, I have a question for you. Who would you want to see as Jean Grey? I'm just curious. It's like totally off topic, but I'm just curious who you'd want to see. Uh, I really don't know. I really have to think okay. that out. Because I was like, do I want a real redhead to be her, or do I want someone who's just equally good that just is? Because I read somewhere, like, I, I think I think Sophie Turner was fine. I just the she just had horrible material. Direction, Fomk, all the way, Fomk, Fomk. Yeah, Fomp Jensen. She was she was the the first Jean Grey. She was good. Uh-uh. She was good. I like Fomp. She's like, like no. I feel like she was too she was old OG. to be Jean Grey. She was she, too old to be Jean Grey. She was, but I feel like they were all old she to be was, in the role they were playing. She was solid. Yeah. She was good. She was solid. She was maternal. She, was solid. she had the no. faces. Right, her face was was great. Like it was awesome. So Fomp all the way, hundred percent. She was she was solid. Like I mean, Halle Berry's not the best storm. But compared to the new storm, <laughs> I really go back to Halle Berry, you know? Mm. So, but I will say, like, even though Cyclops is, like, my least favorite character ever, he always has good actors playing him. They The casting on Cyclops is always on point. Because I don't know that new boy, but he was Cyclops because he got on my nerves the whole I time. Know. So I was like, he did a good job. He did a good job. But the best casting in the new X-Men movies is, of course, uh, uh, Charles Xavier and Magneto. Because of James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, they were Michael Fassbender saved. Because I could have, I could have walked out of Dark Phoenix in the first three minutes. He saved <laughs> that movie. I stayed just for Fassbender, and yes, he was amazing in those tight jeans. But he, I stayed <laughs> for that movie, even though it was so inappropriate. It was just the <laughs> I can't comment. He was that wearing is, tight jeans. That, is, he was that wearing is tight jeans. That is not on topic. <laughs> But it's off topic. Okay, we're How first we're off topic completely. We're so we're, off topic. Going back to Joker. Going back it's to Joker. Casual. We're super off topic. I don't know how we got here. So we'll see. Aiming, Rainison. Aiming, Rainison. <laughs> no, because she she started. It. Actually, she no. was like, "What kind of Jean Grey do you want? Who do you want?" Ah, so it's like, um, <laughs> hey, it anyway, back to Joker. <laughs> back to Joker. Circling back to Joker. Boom. If any of the listeners have seen it, please give me your thoughts and stuff because it just sounds like a mess. And I kind of like reading about messes online, which is fine. But this movie has just done so much. And I don't know if 
if if the majority of you guys like it, if the majority of you don't, is it like half and half? You know, if I do get a chance to see it, because I almost went to see it today after work, but I didn't because I was like, oh, I'm going to not make it home in time to record this show. So let me let me know your thoughts on any of our platforms. Uh, maybe but, um, we'll um, throw up a poll on Facebook. I'm going to put so many polls. I already put like two. So watch out for that poll. Poll number three. Um, but phrasing. Phrasing. Going to the next topic. Going to the next topic. So much phrasing. And since we're on polls, we were talking about polls. Our first oh poll, God. and a lot of people didn't see it, but it was about Amy. About <laughs> should she buy a PS4? According to Twitter and Instagram, it was 100%. So, Amy. Wait, wait. I, I do have- it was 100%. Oh, one person, you. I also no. voted for this as well. I mean, I was participating. See, that's more than one peep. That's more than one. Yeah. Also, so. Eming, you shouldn't just buy a PS4. You should buy a PS4 Pro because they have yeah. it has way more space on the PS4 Pro than the regular PS4 does. So you can have space to play games after you spend a good chunk of that space downloading uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption takes up like uh two hundred uh. GBs. Well, maybe for Christmas, Santa will give me one. Maybe on Black Friday, because that's the best time to get it. And that's less than a month. Hey, so we'll keep keep you guys posted on Amy's journey on buying a PlayStation 4, because this is going to be exciting. I'm treating this as like an office episode. I also might get one as well, (laughs) Amy. We can both get matching PS4 Pros together. I might get me a new PS4. I have a PS4, but on a PS4 Pro. And the PS4 Pro has like the 4K. I don't have a Pro either. it's like a PS4 upgraded, which will segue into our later discussion about the PS5. I'm going to say that for later, y'all. You're not getting a PS5? That'll be for I later. Mean, for later. That's a little more I mean, If you're listening, if you're listening, right if you're listening, wait for Marlon's uh, tidbits about it's literally, PS5. It's literally the segue Dang into it. Marlon, Marlon, I think it's time now. I think it's time now. I just gave myself an alley oop. For those of you... Because I'm about to <laughs> slam dunk it. Now, okay, Steph Curry. You welcome. Splash bro. One on the one you kind. don't do alley. Okay. You, can, okay. you can throw it off the backboard. Come on. Can you see in basketball? Can you throw it off the backboard? Go catch it, slam dunk it. Come on, basketball. You know basketball. Anyway. I was like, Steph Curry don't be doing alley oops. But anyway, go ahead. He can do it. Anyway, cat. So, for those of you who don't know, the PS5 is said to drop during this holiday season. Um, which has a lot of people excited. Those people being Cat. Hence, the double gasp from Cat. The double anime gasp. The triple anime gasp. Okay, that's enough now. Um, so, the PS5, it looks great. It has a lot of cool things on it. Um, it, of course, is going to require you to buy a whole new controller once again, because it's the PS5 controller that has these really cool new bumpers on it now that you can, like program to do really cool stuff they also are really doubling down to that vr craze that everyone seems to be all up in arms about not for me but you know for y'all enjoy that stuff um but here's the thing the loading speeds are great they're really fast they've heard everyone's complaints about games like red dead redemption 2 taking forever to download so ps5 is going to have faster download speeds which is great however that price tag y'all that price tag is a lot. What's the price tag? I think it's about like six hundred bucks. Hmm. It might go down, but everyone's that- like everyone's estimating it'd be six hundred bucks so far. Is it dropping before Christmas? I think it's gonna be. They said it's gonna be it's around in December. 
Yeah, in December, it should drop. Like um, December 20th, like, like days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. You can probably get your pre orders. Like, oh, let's do my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're probably going to be doing pre orders around Black Friday. So you can, like, you know, get in real quick. Um, the only issue is this when the PS4 came out, the PS3 was like slowly like dwindling and like the games are making for it because everyone was focusing on, yeah, we're going to do this HD super fast graphics game. So when PS4 dropped, they stopped making all PS3 games like almost immediately. Like you couldn't get any of the cool games on it. The problem with this PS5 coming out is this. There are four PS4 games that are coming out. Sorry, there are eight like new ones. Four like four pre ones that are coming out. They're going to be great. That the PS4 runs great on. So there's a PS4 Pro. The PS4 PS4 PS5. Sorry, PS5 has similar like maybe like tweaked up graphics. So if you own the PS4 Pro and like the PS5, you can definitely see like slight differences. But I don't think it's a big enough difference to jump from that immediately. I would probably wait one to two years before I jump into the PS5, honestly, because they're going to be dropping Last of Us, which is this big PS4 game coming out. It, of course, will go on to PS5, of course. But right now, it'll play fine on your PS4. Um, most games are going to be released on the PS4 for a very long time. Um, it's like the graphics on it are really great. And so are the PS5. I feel like you're not losing anything between those two generations like you do with the PS3 to the PS4. Like if you played Last of Us on the PS3 and compared it to Last of Us on the PS4, there was a huge difference. If you're going to play Last of Us 2 on the PS4 versus the PS5, there probably might be a minimal change in like maybe the loading speed, but the graphics are the exact same way. So I'm not seeing, for me, a big enough reason to drop $600 for a brand new console and I can drop, you know, maybe 300 bucks on a PS4 Pro on Amazon Prime Black Friday and call it a day and enjoy those great graphics and that like huge terabyte of data that I can put on there. And of course, P- the PlayStation has PlayStation Cloud so I can download all my games to the PlayStation Cloud and I have to worry about space on my PS4 a Pro. So I feel like all these things that are an issue with the PS4 are being solved already. So if you want to be a completionist, PS5. If you want to be frugal and save money and still have a good time, PS4 Pro. Pat, frugal and having I pass a good the time. Mic to you. Frugal and having a good time. I'm changing my squad cast I mean, name to Frugal and having a good time right now. Why did he change his name on the web? Okay, I'm I'm through with Marlon. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, I I think you brought up really great points. You know, knowing how it's kind of like an Apple phone situation. You know, do you want to get the new phone or are you okay with the phone that you have? That's like what I. I'm not familiar with iPhone. So whatever came before the 11, are you fine with that phone? The 10? Is it cool? Is, it, is that is that what was it? Because it was like a bunch of I think it was the 10, numbers yeah. and letters. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like. <laughs> it was the iPhone Apple 10.5. Right. Like stuff like that. <laughs> Samsung, Samsung does that. It'll be like a random Samsung JE5. And I'm like, what is this? Why did I, why did, how did we get here? Anyway, I think you make really great points. Um, I think it's, it's smart if you want to go down that route for, uh, you know, waiting to get a PS5 and be cool with your PS4 Pro. But if you absolutely positively need to get that PS5 in your life, <laughs> you got to get it. And sure, maybe the graphics might not be too different between the PS4 Pro and the PS5, but the controllers are different, you know, Um for me, 
what I was reading about the controllers, what is it called? It was called it was called haptic feedback. So it says the PS5 controller will include haptic feedback, which relays a broader range of vibrations compared to the DualShock 4's rumble. These varying levels of vibrations can potentially simulate sensations like crashing through a wall or even walking through blades of grass. Now, you brought up Last of Us 2 which I think we talked about last time about how the first game scared the crap out of me because of the sound coming out the controller. True now, facts, imagine facts. playing this game on PS5 when you know that game's going to be seriously crazy with the sound the sound design department alone. That's going to like, I'm going to be in the game. I'm actually going to be in the game with this controller. I'm excited for that. You know, um, as far as graphics, I mean, we talk about you know, PS4 has 4K. This is having 8K. I don't even know what 8K looks like. I'm excited, though, what 8K looks like. I feel like it's going to be like you're in the game. It's going to be like the, the the 4D sensation thing you get when you, you get when you go to certain movie theaters. It's going to be that experience. Catherine, where, Catherine, um, Catherine, do you own an what? 8K TV, Catherine? <laughs> But I might be getting an 8K TV. I feel like Maybe, unless you if I own really an 8K TV, you are not going to tell any difference true. from your regular well, TV. Mean, your regular 4K depends. or high-def smart TV. I feel like, this is true. Okay. But if you already have a 4K, I think you'll be fine with yeah. the PS5. Yeah, I'd be fine. But I mean, like, okay, so... They said with the PS5 and the and the whole resolution, mm. there's this thing called ray tracing. Yep. Shout out to Raymond. Ray tracing. <laughs> so ray trace games can generate more realistic <laughs> shadows and reflections by calculating how the individual light rays seen from the player's perspective interact with that in-game objects. So I was talking to one of my animator friends, and he explained what ray tracing is mm. and how much thought and and RAM goes into that. So All every game on the PS5, it's like if it was if this was like the 1950s with computers, you know how computers took up the whole room. Mm. The the amount of RAM of making the ray tracing, it's like taking up probably like the Eiffel Tower. Or shout something. out to it's Enigma like first computer exactly. out the game. Enigma, shout out to you, <laughs> keeping it real. <laughs> Or like the Empire State Building. That's the, that's the amount of RAM going into these games. Like that's how real, mm-hmm. how smooth we're going to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, we already saw that in the PS4. We saw that in the PS4 Pro. But I'm sorry. Boy, I'm one sorry. More level up. I'm sorry. Did you say that that that's that's already in the PS4 Pro? Did you ever say that? Also, that's that. I mean, it's on, it's on a smaller scale. On a smaller scale. But PS5 is level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. With that. And that in mind. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about just a beautiful game. We're talking about an absolutely gorgeous, fantastical looking game. Really any game that's coming out on the PS5. Mm. So, I mean, we said lots of us. I'm excited for Final Fantasy VII. I, if I'm uh... getting the PS5, I'm definitely playing Final Fantasy VII. If anyone saw the trailer for Final Fantasy VII, the remastered, it looked gorgeous. Like they spent, you can tell they spent decades remastering this game and it looks so perfect perfect. so that's your duty to do (laughs) it's okay um but on ps5 though it's gonna be i'm gonna be in there with cloud fighting Sephiroth. like that's 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 it that's what that's that's the experience i want i want to be there and because i mean didn't you mention it's gonna be like how everybody was ramping up the vr stuff for ps 
when we had PS4 VR uh, stuff. Yeah, they're gonna it's gonna be like that. VR for that. I feel like VR is just it's interesting, but I just don't ever but see I'm over VR, VR games. I will say that it gives one, me a headache. The one cool thing I will say that I do think will be a nice change for the PS5 is that you can now connect your phone to the game to play certain games on the PS4. And I was going to say that next because I actually did that this past weekend. So I was in the middle of playing uh, Final Fantasy Fantasy 14 and I was in the part where I was really hungry but if I I knew if I left mm. for too long, you know, you go away and then the game starts over and then you have to log back in or whatever. Mm. I didn't want to deal with that. So then I got this app, the PS4 Remote Play app. Check your Google Play and Apple Store. Um, and I downloaded it. I logged in. It it actually had the whole screen from my TV on my phone and the controller buttons are on the phone. So I was like, okay, cool. I see the game. I go downstairs. I'm making pasta. As I'm waiting, you know, bowling the water, whatever, I'm playing the game on my phone. And it's wild. Like, the fact that I can just use the buttons to move around and click and then just, wow. that Now that is pretty cool. I can, I, I can only imagine what they would do with the PS5 and your phone. You know, that's that's what I do wonder. Yeah, I, they got, they're going to have to. They're going to go on. I do think it's worth mentioning that there are like some rumors that this could be the last PlayStation console they're going to make. Um, because I feel like I feel like there's like a rumor saying this, but this might be the last one. Um, I feel like a lot of people are saying that consoles are becoming harder to compete with, um, which is why I think the PS5 is like dropping because everyone wants to like improve. But like, if you own like a desktop. You can always upgrade your graphics card. You can always upgrade your RAM. Um, and so it's, if you own a console, you pretty much have a leg up on a lot of things. So I'm wondering if after this PS5, they make like a PlayStation gaming laptop or a gaming desktop so that they can just sell you parts and pieces. That could be the next step because I definitely feel like we've reached that point in technology. Like, like think about it. When the first PlayStation game came out, PlayStation to PlayStation 2, huge step in graphics. Two to three, again, huge step in graphics. Three to four, huge step in graphics. Four to five, that step is slightly smaller. Which is why I think which is why I think we won't see like the numbers that they saw when the PlayStation 4 dropped and everyone crazy for it. I feel, I feel like they'll, they'll, they'll have big numbers, but I'm, I'm thinking that because there, it's only like a small change to the console itself, not a, like a drastic major change, we won't see them slowly start weaning away from the PS4 games to like a very long time. Frame. I think like there's like so many catalogs of PS4 games, which is why the PS5 is one generation backwards compatible. You can do PS4 games on the PS5, which to me means they still see themselves doing a lot more PS4 games for a pretty decent amount of time to have even included that in the PS5. Because when the PlayStation 3 came out, they're like, yo, no PS2 games, PS3 games only. Then PS4 came out, no, 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 only PS4. To the PS5, they'd be like, actually, we're going to go backwards one more year. It's like they're aware that, hey, this might not be as big of a leap as we like had assumed in terms of like people wanting to get it. So let's just like make sure that if you happen to own a bunch of PS4 games, you get this, you can still be happy not having to rebuy these games because the games are going to be like a little bit different on them as well. Right. I, I, mm, I, I am upset about that because 
that was as a PlayStation huge, like a huge fan of PlayStation. The one thing that got me messed up was PS4 could not be backwards compatible at all. I am upset that during this time and age, we have very few games that offer cross like cross play. And I feel like a PS4 is basically a computer, especially the PS4 Pro is a computer. And so like games like uh Dauntless and Final Fantasy 14 and there and there was one more other game. Those there was like three or four games that are cross play. Oh, and Fortnite. Good old Fortnite. Um that you can play with PC people and I'm like, yo, my my now my one big question for PS5 is now I don't know if this is a Sony issue or a console issue. Can we have more crossplay, please? Because like mm. I need that, and then I don't have to buy another game for my PC mm-hmm. to play with my PC game. I like I, the the reason why Final Fantasy fourteen I love it so much. I could play with anybody. Yeah. I could play if, if there is on Switch. It was on PC. Mm-hmm. So on P- like we're we're all in this together. Yeah. We're all in this together. But I mean, that's just one game. Mm-hmm. Why not make all the games? You know, Destiny Two with the new expansion. Sure. The one thing I Shadow can't play Keep. with my PC. I need, I need you guys. I'm in the PS4 servers. I need you guys over there. I feel like I know why. So I feel like crossplay is a great why? idea. I love crossplay, but I feel like if you own a console, you have a huge leg up. Like the hotkeys in a console. Like I, I, I played Dragon Age on the console and PlayStation Four, and there's just so much versatility on the computer to like put things and like you can like configure your entire like desktop or your laptop to have certain things like all laid out on your screen a different way. Whereas you have a console, you more or less got what you got. Like you have like, you have to hit, hit the, like the little bumper to like change things. Whereas on a, a console, you can like just hit like a button and like it just does it for you. So I love crossplay, but if it's competitive, you got to try twice as hard to beat the people on the console. Cause they're out there like hot keys going at it. This is me and Final Fantasy. Shout out to my mentors who taught me everything in Final Fantasy. And then I want to say I am so proud of myself because Final Fantasy XIV on a PS4 is difficult. And you have to move, like, I had to get into the the head-up display to move stuff around because on a PC, everything is so nicely placed. Nah, now now with a PS4, you have to manually be like, because, like, I'm a samurai. So I have all these gauges and stuff. And then I have... You know, if I'm doing raids and stuff, I can't see. Yeah, it, it was crazy, crazy. And so, yeah, PS4 P- and PC, we, we need that community. Not Xbox and PC. I'm just saying PC, PS4 and PC. Now, the day where PS4 and Xbox come together and we can crossplay with y'all, that was the day I will stop talking smack about Xbox because I've been talking about smack about Xbox since I was in high school. And so until there's a truce... PS4 is better. I mean, and I will end on that. PS4 I don't want is better. We're so <laughs> like, good. I don't. We're so good that the makers of Halo for Xbox did a game on Destiny. Did Destiny and Destiny is like straight fire on the PS4 now. Um, but yeah, I feel like for those of you listening out there, definitely let us know what do you think. Do you think it's worth dropping this money for this PS5, or do you want to like rock out with your PS4 or upgrade to your PS4 Pro? And chill for another couple of years, watch people go crazy, and rack up on those deals for the PS5. And they're like, hey, it's Easter Sunday. We made a lot of these PS5s. Will you bless us by taking some of these PS5s? Because like the PS5, we want you to rise up. Anyway, folks, hit us on Twitter. Let us know what you think about that. Rise 
up, rise up. Like Everybody. the prices well, you know, of will, the PS5. They're going to rise. Hopefully they fall. I will I will say this about PlayStation history before we end this. Mm-hmm. Now, they do have a, a a a thing where they do promote special edition PS yes. whatever. So maybe if you wait, you might get a limited edition. Now, I've always wanted a gold PS4 or a blue Don't one. Don't do it. It's not worth so it. So they have a blue or gold PS5. Why? I want mine to have a lot of color and personality I and sparkle. Like, I, like, I don't want to buy the skin. I want yeah. it to already be amazing. I feel like I've heard too many sorts of people getting like the really cool ones and they have problems with them. So, yes. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like let's wait until the PS5 comes out for like a couple of weeks and we hear about the PS5 coming out with this issue and I had to like do a recall. I, I've grown to know Whoa. that you never pre-order a game you wait at least a month after it drops to see how what happened and what they patched well that's because of fallout 76 between us exactly (laughs) i will never pre-order a game cat we we went in on that game together and it was the biggest disappointment and i hate it so i now i know this ps5 comes out i'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait a year at the most to be like, great, let me Unless watch this community. Kingdom Hearts, this Kingdom Hearts related, I have to. If it's Kingdom Hearts, I'm throwing money at it. I'm no, sorry. No. That's, that's. I need you. I pre ordered all the Hearts games. Don't do it. And I've never. I can't help I need it. you to take a picture of Eming's like, that's ridiculous face, put it in your wallet. So when you reach in your wallet to take it out, you see Eming's like, don't do that face, and you put it back in your Just wallet. Like, exactly. Mm, Get a picture of Eming right mm, now. Mm, right now. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Y'all crazy. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, moving no, on from PlayStation. Speaking of scary faces, let's go ahead and talk about <laughs> Sonosuke and uh, Demon Slayer. Okay, so... Ooh, lay up October. the segue. Ooh, Marlon again. Ugh. <laughs> That missed. Anyway, that was a trick. You are anyway. too to yourself. <laughs> uh, anyway. Self-alley-oop. Off the elbow. Time. Self-alley- <laughs> so you were stuck at NBA jam- jams. First of anyway, all, I play NBA street. Uh, there are no rules in NBA street. It's all soccer, but like also basketball. It's weird. <laughs> How the hell did you get that? <laughs> now I caught that and I dunked it. <laughs> I kicked it through the goalpost. Anyway. Touchdown. Let's do it, y'all. For your back. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Sports. So it's October. It's new TV shows, lots of new shows, but for me personally, a lot of anime. Now, we just had probably the best summer for anime, mm. and now it's October. We have even more wonderful, and some shows mm. are still going. That's why it's like, hot girl summer. Fire. It's hot anime <laughs> summer out here. Hot anime. But the, the <laughs> goddess of hot summer is <laughs> okay, anime fan. So it is always okay. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah, summer. let's put it to Demon Slayer, which is the best anime of 2019. Like, hands, it's, it's yo, definitely the yo, best that one. That intro, though? Yeah, it might be one mm. of the best, the best first season anime shows I've ever seen in my life. Ridiculous. Never, I've never seen a first season. Like, I mean, Attack of Titan was cool, you know? Mm-hmm. But. That first Demon Slayer was a perfectly, perfectly written, perfectly animated, perfectly music, perfectly oh, everything good. first season. And so, you know, I have a friend who's always just, you need to watch this, you need to watch this. And so she was on me for months, months. I And every time I don't do it, I feel bad because she was the one that got me in My Hero Academia. And you know I'm crazy about that show. So, see, getting Thanks. into Demon Slayer, that first episode had me messed up. I was like, mm. oh, hell no. 
gotta watch episode two. Finish episode two, gotta watch. I I was watching five episodes till like three in the morning, and I was like, I gotta go to work. Mm. That's how good it was. I, I haven't seen a show a, 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 a for me in a long time. It was good. I mean, and so, from intro, the intro was fire coming in. Like the vocals were just out of this good. world. The vocals threw me. <laughs> Mm. Lisa has been holding it down for years with anime intros, God but this is damn. like her best one. I wasn't this ready for like it. Her, but don't, don't check out the music video. It's so it's so simple. Oh, you know I, I will. watched the music video first off. It's so simple, Marlon. You know I don't know if you're ready for it. I'll watch it with my eyes closed cool. and I'll open it up later on. <laughs> that song is just fire. And speaking mm, of fire, another bucket. Yeah, speaking of fire, the next hot intro you know on my list, like R and B intro, which I wasn't ready for, Fire Force, y'all. Right, that Fire Force R and B intro, oof, I wasn't ready yes, for. Yes, yes, yes. And Fire Force kind of it started off kind of slow for me because I was like, who is this greeting? He's he, like the way he grins annoys me. Oh, but then I once he got it. involved with his with his little his little squad, I really started caring about him. Now Arthur still annoys me like he annoys me mm-hmm. but he's cool he just really really annoys me i feel like um, anime has but... to have that annoying character like demon slayer had right. is it zenitsu? Zenitsu. 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 but i love but i love zenitsu because he needs so much help and i just oh my God, i care no. about him my my girlfriend <laughs> personally hates zenitsu like i can be across the room doing too. something and the moment i hear like zenitsu's voice i hear camilla just going <sighs> And it's like purposely waiting for his dialogue <laughs> to stop so she can get back but to enjoying the show. You guys, he just needs love. He had a hard time growing up. He's been a loser. He just, he's waiting for that glow up. He, he'll get there. I need to read the manga. I know. Oh my but God. he'll get there. So much manga to read. I'm like, yo, like this guy's got to at some point lock, like lock into that power he has when he's sleeping. Like that's my, like, I know it's going to happen at some point. He's going to like, yo, I can just waking up to. and he's going to be like, just killing stuff. You wake it up, boy. What happened? Did you do that? I'm like Maybe. this idiot. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I like it, but I feel like Fire Force um, follows but- a similar like pathway of like demons right. and humans, and like the very thin veil that that divides them. It's almost it's like a very similar show. Um, where like it reminds me. You know, yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep oh, going. Sorry, yeah. No, it, it reminds me of. It reminds me of um. Both shows have like a Full Metal Alchemist yes, Attack on Titan vibe. Like we have to go do something. We're traveling or journey or we're using elements of something. And then Attack on Titan where everyone's affected about a random thing that can happen anytime. So I'm just like, I like that. But at the same time, like I like seeing the references, but they do it so well where it's on show, you know, I've never seen like explaining what Fire Force was to my students. They were like, firefighters fighting fire like demon fire like they were like what i was like just check it out just check it out and they came back like yo what he does his feet and then they do and i was like yeah yo. yeah and then he has the gun it's, it's crazy like i feel like <laughs> i forget the main character's name but on five words he reminds me of mugen from samurai shampoo with all the spinning he does on his back i'm like homeboy is mugen yeah. he's just like he's like this dude in like straight up like kickboxing like capoeira like back spins it reminds me of Deku when he oh, does yeah. the, the shooting style of Fool Calling. I was like, the first episode, I was like, he needs to meet up with Deku with that kick. But then by like episode five, he got like styled with the kick. I was like, there we go. Oh, yeah. There we Let's go. Because I knew it. he had to hit him. 
Also, I Um, love a good anime that goes into like religion, um, ultimately taking over the world in like a negative, like weird, like Illuminati way. mm -hmm. Like I really liked Castlevania in that aspect. Like, yo, this this like secret like shout out society. Like this, I'm I'm into the show. I'm into the show so much. It it it's it's so like I every time I watch episode, I never know how it ends Mm -hmm. because one episode will take you like across no. and then we're in a whole nother problem how did we get here like when we got at least when you got to like the princess hibana like arc i was like she's crazy she's bad and then stuff happened you're like i care about her now i'm like wait how did i get here you know it's just because of that one little kid with the weird ass grin like i love it nervous grin you know um any other shows that you're watching i just um Mm. i did start dr stone i know dr stone has like i'm not into it that far but it's really good it's really good so far my girlfriend and i together started dr stone and i've full-on finished it and she's a little little few episodes behind but what i love about dr stone is that it answers all the questions of like do you really think you could survive in like a prehistoric earth, like with your smarts? The answer is no, no one could unless you knew everything. No. And this main character knows literally everything. And I love, what? it's literally like Bill Nye, the science guy in like the prehistoric <laughs> forest. Like I know what, I know how to make calcium nitrate. You grind up some seashells. I'm like, that's in seashells. Like what? Tell me more about this. Wow. Okay. I don't really need to do that show i really need to get in the show this sounds crazy oh, yeah, and, it's, and i it's want good. To. it's like game of thrones is towards the end to it's just like yo like we're gonna like have our own kingdom and like but we gotta like use our brains and our smarts but we also have to like have allies who are stronger than us and it just gets oh, in this really weird last two episodes just like yo like we gotta do this or we're all gonna die and it also like they have to make medicine at some point, like actual like penicillin. And the, and the guy's like, we don't have any other things to make penicillin, but we're going to try to do it this like really OG way of like finding the herbs, making glass from like sand. And it just gets, just, I just love the this process like of it. Game. It is. Like, like, it's like RPG so game. And you're like crafting, you're crafting and gathering and synthesizing. Oh my God, Kat. At, oh wow. Kat, at a certain point, they start doing like the thing where it just says, gathered x material that's in the anime it'll say you've acquired glass Bing. They, okay. they know what they're doing okay. like, this is an rpg game for real wow they just made a game into a show yeah. but, i mean that makes sense and like i feel like that's how you, get to- it's, you gotta do it and the ultimate mystery i think that i think everyone's interested in finding out is like we all know this happened but no one knows who did it or how it happened and you find out that there are certain memories that people have about like certain sayings that survived and the question is like how'd you get that saying like oh like i learned it like who taught you that and it's like reveal that yeah like some things happened here that you were asleep for that are still happening in society. It's just like, it's just a weird, like, mystery of, like, who did what and how are things still thriving? So I think it's really fun. Oh my gosh. Oh my Watching gosh. Okay. I would, I would definitely watch Dr. Stone. But the main reason I wanted to talk about is My Hero Academia, which just came on on Saturday. Woo, yay, it's back on. Woo. Life is good again. Demon Slayer went off, which kind of made me really sad. I was plus like, what am I going to watch now? And your academia came back on, and Plus Ultra is back. Now, the first episode, you know, I read that was going to be a recap episode. I was very upset when I read that. 
But when I watched it, it was actually not bad because it did move. It was like an intro episode with recaps, but it still kind of moved forward. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they did that, but it was okay in my book. It just felt so good to see everyone. I felt like it has been like over a year, for at least for me. It's been over a year since I saw these kids. These kids are like my own. And so <laughs> just uh, the whole episode was just like uh, a reporter. It was just trying to find out uh, who is All Might's like replacement. Like, cause he figured it out. He's like, no spoilers, no spoilers, guys. No, no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers, but you had days to watch it. Cat, I've watched every other anime that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> like you had days to watch. Oh wait, you did. Sorry, Marlon. Sorry. Well, I, well, I mean, okay. So if you read the synopsis, that's that's all. That's all it's gonna say in the synopsis is a reporter's gonna do this. Like, go right now and look. That's what it's gonna say. I didn't. I didn't really spoil anything. That's what the show said on Hulu. A reporter. Anyway, it was really good. <laughs> Some stuff happened. Some stuff happened, and it ended. And now we're on to the next episode because it ended a crazy way. And then we're gonna see now. As far as theme songs, some people do not like the new intro. I think it's fine. I think it has the right energy and everything. I think it's gonna grow on me, and then it's gonna be pretty good. But people are like, no, no, no. I know, I know. It's not gonna be good as Uva World. That's that was the best one for that me. That one hit. But hit hard. This one's not that bad. Just give it a chance. Now, when it goes off, I was just like, "Oh, okay." But you know, first season, first season four, gotta get used to the music. I feel like it reminds me of like when Naruto Shippuden had like that fire intro, and then every intro after yeah. it's like, you can't beat that 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 intro. That intro was like right. so much. Right. We are fighting. I was like, "Oh, let's go for it. Let's do it, y'all. This is great." And I was like, oh, "Okay, this is actually kind of whack now." It's also like with like One Piece, they had like I think two, no, they had three good openings, but the rest of it has been flat. I feel like this is you know my hero's like one flat. Like okay, this looks cool artistically. I'm not gonna have this <laughs> in my phone as my ringtone, uh, but I vibe with right. it. I vibe with it. It's so funny we're talking about intros because I just put a poll up yesterday mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, and you guys can participate too um, about what are your favorite an- anime intros and anime outros. I said my favorite my favorite anime intro is of course Cowboy Bebop with uh, Yoko Kano and the sequel. It's the per it's the most perfect intro. Like that was my retold all through high school and college. Um, my my favorite outro is Samurai Champloo, the Samurai Champloo song mm. because it's. The way that's how a show ends, like the vibe, the tone, mm. less, and it's just new job is like RIP new job is like it's just perfect for me. And it was kind of hard knowing that Lisa crushed every <laughs> in- anime intro from like Tokyo Ghoul to Sword Out Online to Demon Slayer. Like she's killing the game, so it was really hard for me to choose. But I was like, nothing can compare to that jazzy intro and the beautiful. Mm. I mean, so many people have make a parody out of it that's how you know it's good you know mm-hmm. so those are my favorites if you guys if you guys have any Yo, favorites of intro out the yu yu haka show mm-hmm. intro gets me every time yeah the intro you 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 mm, right it's a fire intro as far as outros go i feel like i don't really i don't vibe with outros as much as i want to honestly 
Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like I, I usually skip or like I end like it's over and I keep and I skip the next episode. Yeah, I don't even listen to it. Yeah. I like. I, I feel like I listen to like the first couple bars. I'm like, okay, not interested. And I like, skip ahead. <gasps> you skip. You don't watch the preview of the next show. No, I, I, I want to be surprised. So I'm like, whoa, huh? Wow, but it's a whole little spiel. Like, it's a whole spiel. Like, Demon Slayer, it was Mm -mm. like, my favorite was Inosuke and Tanjiro always be talking, and he be telling us the secret, the Taisho secret. Mm -mm. You missed all that. No. You missed 20-something secrets that Tanjiro took the time to tell you at the end of the episode. Kat, I don't even read. Mr. I love Demon Slayer. I don't even even read. I don't even read the episode descriptions. I just click play and one will be surprised as I'm watching it. Okay, I understand that. But the outro nope. and the preview. Mm-mm. No previews. I go right in. There's animation at the end that you need to watch. I don't worry they it. worked hard I don't on worry that. it. But I'm 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 in it for I'm in it for the for the for the uh, big time. I'm in it for the full twenty-two minutes. You're not because you skipped I, you're, you're the right. last four. I'm in it for the full 17 minutes of show. The full 17 minutes of show. <laughs> All that artwork that needs oh, to be Oh, you know watched, what? Marlin. I take it back. I do have one good outro. I like the Dragon Ball Z outro. Of course. Everybody likes the outro. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the pumpkin spice outro. I that's my tried and true pumpkin spice latte I outro. Dragon Ball Z. Spice, outro. Anyway, Amy, so lovely um, for you to join the conversation. Finally, we've been shouting at each other. That's why, cat. I know. I'm like, okay. Um, my my old school favorite when I was young was the I think the first season of Bleach. Nice. Really Good song. I used to have back when I had an iPod. I played that shit over and over and over and over. I'm pretty basic. Well, I mean, yes, but like I watch other things besides Sailor Moon. I just stop and then just be with the music. Well, of course, but like um, ones that I would like play, like as just as straight up music. <laughs> Those are the ones that you're like. There's other choices. Yeah, there are other choices I can go for that are slightly better. Like uh, Attack on Titan season one, two. I want to say I really like the, the intro. I, th- I think it's season two because I, I was really sad when it was gone. I was like, I want that to come back. I um, actually, it's so funny. I did not like the intro to season two. I did not like that at all. I always <laughs> skip that. It's so really? funny you said that. Like, I think it's- you I like skipped it, Kat. You skipped it. But what about all the little animated secrets <laughs> that are in the intro that give you character <laughs> insights <laughs> that introduce <laughs> you to the <laughs> new characters and their silhouettes? You're missing oh, out all those secrets, Kat. so much time in those intros, Kat. People get so much time drawing them. When it comes to an intro, it's exactly the same. I saw the intro the, the first three times and I was like, mm, not it. You're missing fresh material by each episode. Could you miss Tanjiro's Taisho secret? He did what, 24, 26 secrets after every episode? That's what you miss, my brother. Were, That's what were you miss. Were these secrets pivotal to the story? <laughs> yes. 
They gave you insight to certain characters so that you knew what there was on their mind. It's almost like a characterization. If this was a, a literal art or a, a liberal arts class, this would be what we put under characterization and a characterization chart and what we learned about each character so we know about the character and figure out if they won't they on problems in the future. So they did a VH1 confessional at the end of every episode about a character. Hard pass, bro. Hard pass, bro. Basically. I'm good. That, bro. I'm good. I don't, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm hitting on my children. I'm good, G. I'm good. Anyway. Anime intro. If you want to talk about what your favorites are, listeners, go on Twitter at Geek Force Squad, right? On Twitter. And it's up there. So please let your opinions know. And, and fly. Um, but please keep them on topic. Yeah. And then you could talk about how Marlon just missed out on those Tai Show secrets. All, if there was anything, if you as a person watched those Tai Show secrets and there was one that was super important, put in the comments. Let me know and then I will apologize to Kat. If there's a good one in there. They're really there's a really important one that I missed that was pivotal to the, the to, to this next season coming up. Put it in there. I will apologize to Kat on our next uh, episode. He's not going to apologize regardless. It be a good He's going to be like, oh my it God. It better be a good one. Anyway, it better be a good one. There's like 26 of them. There are plenty of good I ones. Don't I believe don't believe it. in the listeners. Well, I Marla, believe once, in them. once the show is finished, will you go back and watch them? It better be worth it. No, I, I, oh, I, I got to fast forward to the last two minutes of the episodes. I have a question. Would you watch the new dub version of Demon Slayer? On uh, Cartoon Network? Yeah. Absolutely. Did you see the preview? I did. I was like, yo, Cartoon that was uh, fast. I'm like, yo, I listened to it. I definitely want to see who they got to play. I, um, I feel like there are like only a few dubs that I enjoy. Like Dragon Ball Z, I love those dubs. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing who they got to play, uh, you know, Tanjiro and them. Say again? Full, Full Metal Alchemist and My Hero Academia are really great dubs. Um, but yeah, I will say I will say in the Demon Slayer preview, I do not like the voice for Inotsuke because he's supposed to sound like a, a grown man from the forest. He sounds like a little boy. Oh, really? And so, like, yeah. Check it out. He, he, it don't fit. Because you know, in, in his Japanese... <laughs> He in the dubs, he was just like, Oh, and I, da, da, da. I was like, That is not the boy from the forest. Stop it. I did love his like really graphic. Tanjiro. <laughs> Too much. Bakiro. <laughs> it's Tanjiro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about, you guys? I know we're getting close to the end. Mm-hmm. Did you want to um, talk about, um, Marvel and uh, Scorsese. I do. I kind of do. I think that might be the last one to talk about because it's okay. pretty easy. Okay. Um, so, listeners, Ain't nobody I'm sure you care about Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. I mean, Scorsese. As, a, as, a, <laughs> as a film major, he is one of the best directors of the time that I've been alive. He has been putting out amazing movies since before I was a child. So he has clout. He's really great. Maximum clout. One thing he did that set a war quotation war. <laughs> the war said, the nerds. Marvel fans, Civil War. The nerds. 
part of the Civil War. Uh, he said that, you know, those superhero movies just ain't it. It ain't it, Chief. Like, bruh. And um, a lot of people were upset. Um, and then he doubled down on those comments. Like, he didn't back down. He was like, nah, like, theaters should, like, not have as many Marvel films or superhero films as they should because they're like, you know, ruining cinema. And then Jennifer Aniston said some shit too. I was like, why do y'all care? Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. She was like, oh, um, it's, it's, I guess, I guess the, the influx of superhero films has like created a desert of choices to pick like roles. And fans were like, have you seen your, the films you've done? Like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like below 50. Uh all of your them. Comedy- like, are you joking? Like, like Mystery um, Train with Adam Sandler? Loki, some shit? Loki, she's jealous because Angelina is a hero in the Eternals. That's why. Anyway, whatever, <laughs> old people. Um, I mean, it's free speech. Say what you want. I'm not personally affected by Scorsese's uh, thing because, first of all, he's like 80-something years old. So any old person is not going to be with the superhero unless they were a comic book fan as a child. So but he might say that but i mean does it give you coins it's not going to give you much coins or anything because you're doing your movies which is fine but let us live our fantasy through these movies you know you could complain it's not cinema meanwhile you know it's very money making and whatever yeah that's cool because we're getting a marvel land from disney you know we disney has a streaming service so i can watch all the marvel i won't you know it's coming it's coming one more month one more month Got that pre-order. That. Cool. So this is going to be great. I got a pre-order too. Hey. Okay, we'll talk about that in the future. Yes, um, um, I agree. Yeah. I also agree. Like, yo, my feeling is this: if this man can get on a cell phone and connect to Wi-Fi by himself without getting any help, you know, then I can take him seriously. Uh, but no, on, on a real tip though. Mm-hmm. It's Martin Scorsese. Like, I feel like I never talk or think about this man unless someone says his name. He's like, he's he's a great film director. That's that's cool. That's super dope. No one really cares about his about him unless he's doing like some movie with like Leonardo DiCaprio and his old school crew of non black actors of only his like white friends. So let him do a little. He can do his little white friend movie. Let us have our diverse superhero films by ourselves. I don't think he could do well with care. Like, I don't think he will do well with black. I don't think he will do well with that. And I think that's why his movies work because I feel like if he had black people, it would be like a Tarantino movie because then we got to start throwing racial slurs and then it's a messy does, movie. Does uh, he at not the same time, do that? He stays not really because most of his movies are Italian. He doesn't or Irish lean mobs. as heavily, but they definitely uh, do throw a couple of slurs in there about some spooks and some other true. people. But if he had more of, it would be a Tarantino movie, you know, without the violence. So he knows how to keep in his lane. He's used to keep in his lane for real, for real about my, that. I mean, my, but at the same time, it's First Amendment, I guess. My question for you guys is: it though is this like kind of like the the new like the the end of one era and the beginning of a new one? And it's kind of like we're not done yet. We don't want to go. Like we still want to make like amazing Oscar worthy films, even though Marvel doesn't get any, barely gets any Oscar anything. Um, do you think it's like well with the exception of uh, the Spider-Man movie that that got an award but like but you know what to me it reminds me of like a parallel of when 
when animation was better than regular movies. Animation, mm-hmm. like Pixar, Pixar was winning like best movie of the year true. with a lot of reviews. And people were in their feelings. And that's why they created a best animated film slot. Then mm-hmm. around 2008, when we had Batman, The Dark Knight, which was another Oscar-worthy film, and a whole bunch of other movies, you know, and they were just in their feelings. And then they were like, well, let's just make, instead of having five best pictures, let's have, maybe it was before that, let's just have ten, just to be annoying. And so we can have a, a hero movie be nominated, you know, because I think Dark Knight was like one of the very first superhero movies nominated. And after that, you know, we have Black Panther. And, you know, people really want Robert Downey Jr. to be considered for an Oscar for best for best acting, even though he was like, nah, I don't want it. Because, I mean, his other work is Oscar-worthy, but not for Tony. Right. But, I mean, he's great. I understand the sentiment, but, you know, superhero films are taking over. And a lot of superhero films, some of them are, the way they're designed and created, you know, yes, it's it's mainstream. It's big budget. It's blockbuster. You know, it's it's Disney and, 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 and the world domination of it. But, mm-hmm. at the same time, these films are really, really well written and 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 great and, and wonderfully shot and have a many great actors and actresses. So it's like we are entering in a in an era where a lot of movies are like there's way more movies coming out of comic books and graphic novels and being recognized for that. And a lot of people, old people, are in their feelings because they're like, well, that didn't come out of a novel from 1937, so I don't support it. <laughs> I get that. You know, these, these comics have been around since you were probably in your late 30s. So be okay with that. We love it. They're great. They're here to stay until the next era where we're the old people complain about movies coming from, I don't know, apps from our phones. You know? Y'all don't appreciate the old days of Marvel. I don't appreciate comic books. You know, y'all talk about the apps. I don't want to see a Snapchat movie. Like, oh, yeah. I agree. I think I feel like the reporter asking that question definitely knew what the answer was going to be. Like, I definitely would have been, I would have been more surprised had Scorsese been like, these films are great. I love them. I feel like if you ask, like, a chef, what do you think about McDonald's? It's like, that's fucking disgusting. Um, I think, like, when you ask someone who's, like, at the, at the top of their game about something that's either, like, lesser, that's considered lesser than or, like, some offshoot of, you're like, they're going to be a purist. Like, yo, this is, like, the purest form of the art form that I did that should be taken seriously. This other form is not okay. It's really gross. And it's taking it away from the limelight that should be on my form of art, which we all should be enjoying, not this form of art. It honestly re- reminds me of the media uh, of when Comic-Con, back when uh, Andrew Garfield was in a Spider-Man movie, and Homeboy that was playing the lizard went to Comic-Con and had this really weird interaction. He was like, this movie is dumb. I couldn't find any other acting role except for being in this dumb comic book movie with you dumb, gross Americans and your weird, like, comic book guy, Simpsons-like vibe. This place smells bad, yet it's the only role I can get. And, like, this guy was, like, just ragging on these comic book audiences. He's like, yo, I couldn't get any other roles, so I took this role. I don't like it. It'll, 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 it'll make me look bad. He later had to apologize, but it's like, yo, like, there are actors that feel like I'm taking a step down to be in this role because this isn't real acting that are older from a whole from a whole different generation of like acting looks like this acting looks like that and it's like yo take the role enjoy the role it's many forms I mean, of acting i mean 
When I think about people who have won Oscars for their performance, the majority of these actors had to be in a role that was very humiliating or dehumanizing or breaking them apart within our eyes in the movie. And that's why we they benefit from their suffering with their like as a, as the character to get that award. Like that's ninety percent of Oscar winners, you know. Either that or they're some inspiring hero or wise person, you know? So it's like, that's not too different from a superhero kind of movie. We have these characters doing sacrifices, you know, saving the world, going through multiple problems and stuff while still being like this persona to, to make the other characters feel safe when inside they're dying. I mean, what's so different between that and like uh, Darren Day-Lewis and My Left Foot? Not that much. Now, I do love that. Daniel Day Lewis is like my favorite actor ever. Daniel so Day. shout out to Daniel him. Day. I'm not saying to Day. I'm not saying like Tony Stark's role was better than that, but I'm just saying in this new time, you gotta be flexible. You gotta consider all the options now. I mean, different people have different styles of method method acting, you know? It might seem crazy in a Disney Marvel movie that people are doing that, but they're doing that. I think, and then of course, here's my Lord of the Rings reference. When I think of Lord of the Rings, one hour and Morrison. twelve minutes, a new record. <laughs> I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Viego Morrison, when he was Aragorn, he was eating, sleeping, breathing. He was Aragorn twenty four seven the entire time. He was in his costume. He made his costume filthy on purpose because he didn't shower for days. You know, he would be sleeping outside. He'd be whatever. And still, he did not get Oscar nominated. He should have, but he didn't. But the the fact that he went so deep into the text and took that character and breathed so much life into him and 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 he's just a character in a fantasy novel, you know? He's just a care, And who cares about that, right? But that dude worked so freaking hard. Everyone did. And, and he's just an example. And so, again, why not the actors in comic book movies, you know? When, I, when I'm thinking about, like, I'm like, Tony Stark. Even Tom Holland. He's one of the newest people in the series. Beautiful actor. And just portraying Peter Parker. Like, there's so many really great actors in these superhero movies. But we're forgetting. We're just letting the fact of that it's a blockbuster it's a summer movie we're not thinking of a fall oscar we're not thinking that and i'm like that's fine you know i just don't want people to just kind of shit on it it's like why not it, it gave you a feeling it made you feel great you're watching it five times a day shout out to Endgame. and so why not why why not consider like because who, who who's saying no old 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 Oscar voters? Really? I mean, the fact that Black Panther came so far to be nominated for so much, you know? I always say Black Panther to me is not just a a, a superhero movie. It's so much more than that to me. But the fact that, you know, the costumes, the music, the art direction, the the directing, the writing, the acting, you know? Of course it should have won Black Panther. It should have been Black Panther that won Best Philly. But because of Hollywood politics, it wasn't. We're not going to talk about that. But just letting you know that movies like that, like, why not? It did it, and it won't be the last. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Damn, Kat. That was good. <laughs> and this is why I should be teaching film theory. Yes. So, to wrap up... um. 
Thank you guys so much for having all this fun with me. From I like how we started with superhero Joker and then ended on a positive note with Marvel. Some Lord of the Rings in the middle. Lots of video games, lots of anime. Mm. I think this was a very successful episode, you guys. Episode Round of applause for all y'all. Well, that's it. Um, so again, if you guys need to check us out on social media, we are Geek Squad Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're a Geek Squad. Go, oh, sorry, my bad. Geek Force Podcast on Instagram and Geek Force Squad on Twitter. I will put that in the description in case you mm-hmm. forget. Uh, it's still relatively new, so not a lot of posts. But please make your voices and opinions heard. We want to hear from you. What do you What do you think about what we're saying? Is Marlon really crazy? Am I uh, fabulous? Is aiming perfect? We want to know because that was a very we're all ears over here. Uh, <laughs> it was a, a lot of I will never forgive you. I'm still salty so that you do mean. not take the time to watch the last. <laughs> Two minutes hey, of Demon hey, Slayer's hey. previews. I'm sorry. I oh, got time. So Cat, the, <laughs> the point you put up is do do people who um, watch anime right. actually watch that? Is Marlin like a very rare entity? Is he unique? Or is this the average anime right? I'm coming exactly. for all y'all. How dare you? That that those anime people, those animation people are already starving and sleeping under their desk, and you can't whoa, take whoa, a good whoa, three minutes whoa, to watch whoa, the preview whoa. at the end of the outro. Now you can skip the outro. I'm just saying those previews are there for a reason. But that's all I'm saying. No cat. Very passionately. Very passionately. You can also find us on MySpace anyway. at uh, MySpace uh, Squad. <laughs> We're on Friendster. And Black We're Planet, on Friendster, too. As well as Black Planet. And you can also find us on Hotmail oh at uh, Squad Goals at Hotmail. <laughs> All capital letters. Hotmail. Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you to all of you. Thank you to Marlon, of course. Thank you to Amy. You guys were fabulous as always. Thank you to the listeners for making it this far in this episode. Thank you for still listening. You didn't cut me off. Um, (laughs) So with that said, you guys believe in yourselves and watch those anime previews. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Or else Cat will come after you and slaughter you in your sleep. In your slumber. Say what you feel. Why did I know this was going be towards the way of that? D&D talk I can't get come. away from we'll that. D&D song. talk for some point in time, y'all. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.